Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Multimedia, and this is The Literary Gardener for January 10th, 2019. The topic this time is how to mix it up with polyculture gardening practices. Christopher Shine, in his book, The Vegetable Gardener's Guide to Permaculture of 2013, wrote, What vegetable gardener wouldn't like to grow more food in less time and for less money? That's exactly what permaculture offers. The term permaculture was first used by Australian farmer and professor Bill Mollison, who defined it in his book, Permaculture, a Designer's Manual of 1988, as the conscious design and maintenance of agriculturally productive ecosystems, which have the diversity, stability, and resilience of natural ecosystems. Since then, the permaculture movement has been taking root among farmers and gardeners who are dedicated to growing crops and ornamental plants using sustainable, organic practices. A fundamental aspect of permaculture is the practice of polyculture, growing different kinds of complementary plants together. Although polyculture has been practiced for millennia, many industrial farmers in the U.S. and elsewhere in the world have switched to monoculture methods over the last several decades in order to increase crop yields. However, environmental and health problems stemming from monocultures have been uncovered, which has recently led to polyculture methods regaining some popularity. Practicing polyculture in our home gardens is a way we can support the principles of permaculture and sustainable agriculture, albeit on a small scale. I recently spoke with Ashland gardener Regina Boykins, and she shared how she has used polyculture methods for several years in her gardens and landscape. What began as an experiment to lessen the use of pesticides has become an enduring way of gardening for Regina because just as author Christopher Shine noted, she has seen firsthand how polyculture gardening provides her with abundant food with less effort by allowing nature to do much of the work for her. Regina grows her crops in two four by eight foot raised beds and assorted pots, as well as in a garden next to her store, Spirit of Shakti on A Street in Ashland. In each garden, she plants compatible vegetables, herbs, and flowers together, rather than in separate rows. For example, in one bed, she mixes cauliflower, sweet alyssum, and marigolds. In another bed, she grows hot peppers, mountain mint, marigolds, and basil. Other successful combinations include melons or squash, basil, marigolds, and zinnias, and thyme, borage, chives, and strawberries. Regina also recommends interspersing garlic and chives among other garden plants as their pungent aroma effectively repels insect pests. She even plants garlic or chives around her roses to prevent black spot. Basil is an especially good companion plant because of its pungent aroma. Try Thai basil, purple basil, or Siam queen around tomatoes and peppers, and because basil is a prolific bloomer. In fact, it's a good idea to plant with an eye towards having something blooming as close to year-round as possible. Early bloomers such as petunias, sweet alyssum, and thyme attract hungry pollinators. Regina told me, my garden is full of bees and predator insects like ladybugs, lacewings, hoverflies, and parasitic wasps. Here are a few additional tips from Regina for polyculture gardening. Use cages to grow cucumbers and squash vertically and plant bush beans around them. Inoculated beans, which are seeds coated with rhizobacteria, will fix nitrogen in the soil and make it available to the plants. 
Give the plants enough room to mature. Space companion plants 8 to 12 inches apart. Use manure compost as mulch around the plants, but avoid plant stems. Don't rule out using herbs as companion plants, even though you don't use the herbs themselves. Summer savory, for example, isn't commonly used, but it makes a great companion plant because of its pungent aroma and long bloom period. Checklist for garden plants that don't grow well together, such as parsley and garlic or chives. The Garden Guide for the Rogue Valley, 2017, page 71, provides a useful list of companion plants and those that are incompatible. There's a lot we still don't know about why certain plants interact beneficially with others. So try out different combinations of plants and observe the effects. Regina assures us you'll be amazed how healthy the plants are. Polyculture gardening works. To learn more about polyculture gardening, don't miss Regina's class, Polyculture, Companion Planting for Healthier Gardens, from 10 a.m. to noon on Saturday, January 19th at the Southern Oregon Research and Extension Center, 569 Hanley Road in Central Point. Classes are $10, is pre-registered and prepaid, or $15 at the door. To register, call 541-776-7371. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening, and happy gardening.